It's Tuesday, November 12, 2019. This is our 1,000th episode of the Green News Report. Looking back and looking forward at 1,000 episodes of the GNR. All of that and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and the funniest snarky comment in our 1,000 episodes. And in 50 years, I don't want my grandson, Joe, to turn to me and say, Grandpa... You were in the Senate and you knew about the severity of climate change. Why didn't you do anything to stop it? And also, why are you still alive? You're 115 years old. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I miss Al Franken. Anyway, as noted, this is our 1,000th episode of the Green News Report, which you originally roped me into in February of 2009. <laughs> so yeah. congratulations uh-huh. on that. Uh, to help us celebrate the milestone, if we can call it that, our friend, longtime former Weather Channel meteorologist and extreme weather record tracker, Guy Walton sent some facts and figures to help us put things in perspective today. He uh, notes that when we started in February of 2009, levels of CO2 in the atmosphere were about 387 parts per million. In 2019, more than 10 years later, those levels have shot up now to 410 parts per million, which is a lot higher than climate scientists say we should be at. And when we started in 2009, Walton reports, global surface temperatures had already warmed one degree Celsius above pre-industrial levels. And in the nearly 11 years since then, the planet has warmed an additional two-tenths of a degree Celsius on average, which has brought with it more frequent back-to-back extreme weather disasters. Superstorm Sandy, Hurricanes Maria, Harvey, Michael, the California fires, the Mississippi River floods, to name just a few in the U.S. alone, that have cost the United States billions of dollars in damages. At this rate, Walton says, we are likely to reach the threshold of 1.5 degrees Celsius warming above pre-industrial temperatures by 2030. The year scientists say we must already be on track to cut our emissions in half. Guy also notes we are now seeing far more new daily high temperature records and far fewer daily low temperature records being broken as the planet warms than we were when we started in 2009. So Desi Doyen, clearly we have failed. (laughs) Yes, we have. Uh, Guy also adds, congratulations on number 1000. May the Green News Report become the Green New Reality Report by episode 2000. And our friend Dr. Michael E. Mann of the Earth System Science Center at Penn State University. He's the guy who created the infamous hockey stick graph. He sends in a note to say, I want to congratulate Desi and Brad, in parentheses, (laughs) on this milestone during a time when our public discourse has become polluted by vested interests and disinformation. Desi and Brad have used a foghorn of razor-sharp wit and incisive commentary to cut through the morass in their effort to inform the conversation about the existential environmental challenges including climate change, that we face today. He adds a thousand thank yous for the clarity and moral vision they have provided to their listeners. I look forward to celebrating the 2000 milestone and many more beyond that. Thank you. 
Michael Mann. Thank you, Dr. Mann. So what else do we have to mark GNR 1000? Well, when we started in 2009, international negotiations for the UN Paris Climate Accord were on the verge of collapse and were barely snatched out of the fire at the last minute by President Obama. By 2016, the landmark agreement to cut global emissions was signed and in full effect. But last week, President Trump filed formal paperwork to withdraw the U.S. from the accord by next year. In 2009, when we started, Tesla was the only car company to offer an all-electric car. Today, most car makers offer or plan to offer multiple all-electric car models, SUVs, semi-trucks, and some, like Volkswagen, have even announced they will be phasing out conventional gas cars entirely. So we haven't failed completely. And the economics of renewable energy have improved astronomically fast. The cost of energy from utility-scale solar plants alone has dropped nearly 90% over the last 10 years, making it cheaper than even natural gas in some areas, and the price is still falling. And finally, when we started, there was little media coverage and not much public engagement on climate change. Today, we have marches in the streets demanding governments act on climate change with the surge of activism and global climate strikes to address climate change. It's a sign of the times that Collins Dictionary named Climate Strike its word of the year from 2019. So we've gotten somewhere in 1,000 episodes. You got it. Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find follow and share us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And our great thanks to those of you who have kept us going for 1,000 episodes completely listener-supported by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. Thank you. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your 1,000th Green News Report. I'm gonna soak up the sun Can rock a